Welcome to the Love Life Church podcast, and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. This is our theme for today, strong, stronger. So yes, it has been different and weird and alarming and stressful and sometimes just boring. But um, we know that during this season, I know that as many of you, we have gone through different stages from denial to distress to delay acceptance and hopefully to determination of making the best out of these days and coming out stronger. Amen? I believe that we all can come out stronger, not only from these circumstances, but from any circumstance that comes our way. Because, uh, like the story said, we have that foundation and we, we were made for this. Uh, I'm going to tell you some of the definitions of this word, strong or stronger. In the dictionary, Stronger uh, means to, to have or to be marked by great physical power, moral or intellectual power, or to have great resources as wealth or, or talent. In the Old Testament, the word strength means to prevail, to become strong, to be courageous, to be firm, to be resolu- uh, resolute, to strengthen oneself, and to hold strongly. In the New Testament, the word um, strong means to be endued with power, with strength, to be able, powerful, mighty. And one of the definitions that really caught my attention is that to have power for something, to have power for something. And dear friends, I want you to remember that overcoming, it's our mandate as human beings. It's our mandate, especially as children of God. And our history shows that actually we are living in the fruit of all that people have overcome in the past, our previous generations. We are enjoying that. But sadly, not everybody overcomes. And why? Because overcoming, it's not easy. To overcome, it requires to have determination and endurance. It requires the willingness and the effort of becoming strong in the midst of the challenge. I found a great quote that I have to share with you. Uh, This is a quote from uh, an American missionary in the 1800s. His name is Adoniram Judson, and he says, There is no success without sacrifice. If you succeed without sacrifice, it's because someone has suffered before you. If you sacrifice without success, it is because someone will succeed after. And see, we all want success. We all want victories, but there is no victory without a battle, and there is no success without hardship. But let me encourage you today that because of Jesus, because what he has done, the sacrifice that he has paid for us, we can have victory. We can step on the shoulders of his sacrifice and enjoy victory in our lives. He has paved the way, and in him we are more than conquerors. Amen? 
In the past weeks, there, has, there are some scriptures in the book of James that have stuck with me, and it has to do with the context. Well, the scriptures are powerful, but the context of the story is what really connected uh, with my heart. And it's because um, the, the book of James, when, when it was written, Apparently, it's one of the earliest book of the New Testament that, has, that, that was written. And it was written during a time of persecution. James was writing to his church in Jerusalem that had been scattered. At this time, they're not in Jerusalem anymore. They are scattered. And I know that that word right now, scattered, but everybody is in their house comfortably. comfortably. Maybe you're with your PJs. Maybe today, moms, you're being spoiled. And maybe you got an awesome breakfast. I don't know. But, um, but these people at this time, they were actually scattered out of their house, out of their own country. And they are... They are dispersed. They don't even know where they're going to go, what are they going to do. And, and here's James writing to them. Most of them, they were Jewish, and they were, they were suffering oppression. They were suffering uh, persecution for their faith. So here's this pastor writing to his church, a church that I can, I can imagine it was maybe confused, maybe weary, maybe uh, just ready to throw out the towel. And here's James writing, and actually we're going to read these scriptures together. James uh, chapter 1, verse 2 and 3. He says, Consider it a sheer gift, friends. When tests and challenges come up at you from all sides, you know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. Then verse 4 says, so don't try to get out of, out of it prematurely. Let it do its work so you become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. And for many years, when it has to do with developing faith and endurance during a trial, I would just read these scriptures. But at this time, just kept reading, and I realized there's one more scripture that it's tied to this context of endurance and uh, perseverance, and that is uh, in verse 12. Let's, let's read verse 12 together. <clears throat> James 1.12, anyone who meets a testing challenge head on and manages to stick it out, to stick it out and it's mightily blessed. For such persons loyally in love with God, their reward is life and more life. So there is a reward. God says, actually, James is encouraging his, uh, his church at that time, but now James is encourages us to to have joy, to pass the, the, the test, to develop endurance, and ultimately to become stronger. And becoming stronger has to do with getting the reward of life, of God's kind of life, being surrounded. Uh, there's another uh, version that talks about receiving the crown of life. And 
if you remember last year, we talked about crowns during Mother's Day. Crowns means to be surrounded. So there is this promise of being surrounded with God's kind of life. So today we're going to see four steps on how to become stronger during any trial or tribulation or crisis, any challenge. Are you ready to receive with me? Yes? Okay. So let's take a look at each one of these steps. Step number one, have joy. Say with me, have joy. Have joy. So having joy has to do with the attitude that, that, that you determine to focusing in the victory, okay? You have to see yourself strong. It is not human. Like, nobody gets to see a challenge, a problem, a workout, and you're like, oh, I'm so happy. It's not human. We will be faking it or, or, being, uh, or lying if we say that we're so happy to endure problems. So we're not. So having joy has to do with just focusing on the end result because you know that at the end you're going to experience God's life. You know that at the end you're going to, uh, you're going to be stronger. So having joy has to do with an attitude, a determination, your focus, and your vision, okay? And, and I would encourage you, you know, maybe write a video by faith of you having already your victory. So imagine yourself, whatever you're, you're dealing, whatever you're, um, you're, you're facing, just imagine yourself at the end of, of, the, vic, uh, of the challenge and your victory. And then by faith, just write a testimony and this is what I overcame and this is, this is vision, this is focusing on the end result. Imagine your, yourself sharing with your life group, sharing your testimony. So that's, that's what is going to produce the, the joy because again, we're not going to be all happy to, how many of you were so happy to be in quarantine? Are so happy to, okay, we're going to face a new virus, a pandemic. Yeah, no, I mean, th th that's ridiculous. Nobody gets happy about that. But what if we focus on the end result and thinking, okay, we're going to go back to church declaring that this virus didn't get, uh, you know, any of, uh, any of us. We overcame, we are redeemed, we're protected. Yes, so that's where the joy comes from, from the vision, from the focus of the end result. Step number, what was step number one? Have joy. Step number two, pass the test. And I'm not sure if you guys are seeing all the screens on, on, on live stream. We don't need to keep them all the time, okay? Um, so pass the test. Pass the test has to do with keep believing. Say with me, keep believing. Keep believing. Tell your neighbor far away from you. Keep believing. <laughs> Tell your household, keep believing. So passing the test has to do with keep believing. And it, why? Because, what test? Did you know that our faith is tested? Our faith is tested, and God says that we must pass the test. That's how we become stronger, passing the test. But passing the test is not about your faith in God. 
passing the test has to do with what you're believing of what God told you. So how is your faith tested? Um, it is very sad to me to see sometimes that, that people get so confused about being tested. And, and just going through the scriptures, it was so cool that, that God showed me and very clearly in a story that most of us know how our faith is tested. Do you remember the parable of the sower? Yes? If you don't remember, you can check it out later. It's in Mark 4. And in verse 13 and on, Jesus was explaining this parable. Actually, he said that this is a very powerful parable. And if you don't understand this one, it's going to be hard for you to understand all the other ones. So this, this parable is one of the foundation ones for our Christian faith. And in this parable, Jesus is explaining that, that God's word is like a seed. And God is like a sower that is going to sow the seed. And there are four different types of ground that are going to determine what happened with the seed. And so Jesus uh, starts explaining the four uh, different types of ground. The first one is a hard ground where the seed doesn't even go in because it says that the birds came immediately and stole the word. So this happens when God gives us a seed. If, if God gives you a, a seed, a promise, whatever God tells you, maybe sometimes you're here at church and you hear a promise and, and something prompts in you like, oh, I can believe that. But the Bible says that the enemy wants to come and immediately steal that word from you. And what happens is that sometimes we get distracted, or sometimes we're, we just immediately like, no, that's not for me, no, I'm not good enough, or th that's impossible. So that seed didn't even penetrate our heart, our mouth, our mind, so that seed was immediately stolen. And this is one type of ground. The enemy comes and steals the word. Say with me, the enemy. Okay, the enemy comes and steals that word. The second type of ground has to do with God gives you a seed, a promise, and then you receive it gladly, but then stuff in life. Say with me, stuff in life. Circumstances, the media, the, the economy, your work, uh, stuff happens around you, and then you forget about that word. You forget about that promise. And you're like, oh, I don't think it's going to work. Maybe, maybe that, that doesn't apply to these circumstances. And then circumstances happen. And this was, uh, the analogy was uh, that this is the, the ground with rocks where the seed is not able to, to produce any roots. And then it just dries out. Then the third type of ground is when God gives you a word, he gives you a promise, and the Bible says that, that you receive it, and you're like, okay, this is pretty cool. I, I, I think I'll, I'm going to grab hold of this word. And then what happens? Your own priorities, your own lifestyle puts God's word in the back, and then this word does not produce. 
And ultimately, we have the foreground where the, the, the world is it's nurtured, the promise is nurtured, and then it produces fruit by, by believing and doing, right? So during the, in, in this parable, we can learn how our faith is tested. And it's very clear that God is not testing us. Even the Bible says that we should not even say that God is testing us. But this parable shows us how our faith is tested. Our faith is tested by the enemy, yes, by the circumstances, and even by our own desires. So what is going to happen with that promise that what has given you? That is the taste of your faith. And, and our responsibility to become stronger is, number one, to have joy. And number two, to keep on believing. Yes? Keep on believing. Hold on of that promise. Don't let it go. Don't, don't let yourself forget about it. Don't let the enemy to steal it from you. Do not allow circumstances to... to choke it. Just keep holding on that promise. Keep on believing. Tell your neighbor, keep on believing. If you don't have a neighbor, get your phone, do a selfie, and tell yourself, keep on believing. Okay, so step number three. Step number three is develop endurance. And this step has to do with keep doing. Step number two, passing the test of faith, is keep believing. Step number three, develop endurance, has to do with keep doing. Keep doing. Do not quit. Do not quit. I like how in Spanglish we say quitear. <laughs> it's funny. No quites. <laughs> okay. So developing endurance has to do with keep doing. Passing the test has to do with keep believing. Develop endurance has to do with the action part, with keep doing. And here's how we're going to become stronger. Here is how we're going to develop that endurance and persevere that the scriptures talk about. And for this, I need to tell you that exercise is one of the greatest instructors and indicators of endurance. How many of you can relate? Yes? I miss my gym so much. I was doing so good. January and February, I was rocking it, going to the gym four times a week. That's like, like no other year. That was my breakout year. I have to keep up now once they open. But um, I, I, was, I was rocking it. And now I have to flatten the curve. But, uh, but we're going to talk about that later on. That's another subject. Okay, but um, exercise. Exercise, it's a great indicator of endurance. And, you know, I believe most of you can relate. You know that moment when you're feeling the stretching or the burning or the pulling and, and your body is like, Ah, and your mind screaming at you and is telling you, you're killing me. Have you ever had those, those moments, right? You know what I have learned? That, that in those moments, which seem like an eternity, but actually there's just like a few seconds. It's not even a minute. But in, in those moments when your body's like, I can't take it anymore, if you prevail 
if you decide to stay a little bit longer, a few more seconds longer, to keep that stretch, to uh, keep pulling, keep lifting a few more seconds more. And that's when you develop endurance. That's where endurance is developed. And not only physically, but also mentally. I have experienced this many times. I have learned that, um, that in, in that minute or eternity minute, because that's how it feels, when you're like, I, I can take it like, like this is it, I'm going to die right now. If you calm yourself and if you breathe, and, and you breathe and you tell yourself, listen, body, I know it hurts. I know it's hard. I know it's awkward if you're doing some yoga poses because they can be so weird and awkward. But you're like, I, I know it feels awkward. I know it feels weird, but we're going to stay here a little longer. And that is when we develop physical endurance. That, that's when, and, and even mentally, like I mentioned before, that is where, where you break out of your comfort zone. That is your, when, when you break out of your, where you were physically and you go to another level. In, in yoga, there's this pose, like a split pose that our instructor asks us to do sometimes that I just, I just hate, like, like I can't stand that pose. Why? Because I cannot do splits, like I'm not that flexible. So every time we do that routine, and she says, okay, it's time for, for you to, to do your splits. And so I, I would just like pretend to do like something like this. And, and I'll do it like for maybe five seconds, and then I just sit down on, on the ground. And look around to all these perfect people with their perfect splits, trying not to be jealous. I also, during this time, stare at my instructor, like, when are we changing poses? And, and it seems like an eternity, right? But this uh, one occasion, something very interesting happened. She led us into the pose, and she said, let's, go, let's do our split thingy. And, and I'm not doing it perfect. I'm not even down, you know, in, in the ground like you're supposed to. And then I don't even know what she was saying, that she got me distracted in my thinking. And then she led us into breathing. So I started to breathing like she was saying. And I enjoyed this breathing time. And then pretty soon, my mind got distracted thinking in something else while I'm breathing. And I didn't realize that I was doing the pose that I didn't like it, and that I was holding the pose for all this time, whatever set she does, or counting. And when we, when we came out of this pose, I was honestly shocked that I, I was able to, to do it. I did it, I didn't even realize I was doing it, and I was able to hold, and, and, and I had the endurance to do it. It, it was a surprise for me to know that, oh, actually, I can do it. But I would have never known unless I tried it. And remember one of the definitions of the word strong? It means to have the power for something. You would never know how much power you have inside of you until you use it. We would never know how strong we are. 
yoga has really helped me to recognize. I've, I've always considered myself to be pretty weak, and and I, I may be a wimp. My my kids and my husband may may say I'm kind of a wimp girl, but uh, but actually. With workout, I have discovered that, wow, I am pretty strong. And I can do things that I never thought I would be able to do. And, and it's just with a little willingness and determination and do not quit. When it gets hard, just keep trying. And then, wow, you surprise yourself with the power, with the strength that you have inside of you. And we're talking just naturally. Imagine spiritually. The Bible says that that the Spirit of God that rose Christ from the dead dwells in you. So we have power inside of us, but we are never going to discover it if every time stuff gets difficult, we quit. So how to develop endurance? How do we become stronger? We keep on doing. We do not quit, and we keep on doing. Yes? And, and something very, very cool that happens is that, that once that you overcome, once that you endure, you feel so good. Isn't it true? You feel so good. But one of the things that I like the most that, uh, after you overcome something is that you feel alive. You feel alive. You feel accomplished. You feel satisfied. You feel strong but you feel alive. And I believe that is one of our, our rewards, that, that life of God. A lot of people don't know what it's to feel alive because they have never tried hard things and conquered. But right now, today, it's my challenge. Do not give up. Do not quit because you are going to feel alive. And not only alive in the natural human sense, but you are going to feel God's kind of life. When you overcome anxiety, when you overcome fear, when you overcome temptation, when you overcome symptoms in your body, when you overcome anger, feel alive. Get that crown, get that reward of God's kind of life around you. And that is how we become stronger. Yes? Okay, so then let's see step number four. So what's step number three? Have joy. Step number two, pass the test. Step number three, develop endurance. And step number four, it's live stronger. Because now that you're stronger, now you get to enjoy that new stage of stronger until the next challenge comes and until the next routine, workout routine comes, and then you get even stronger and even stronger and even stronger. So step number four has to do with feeling alive. And, and feeling alive, it's not only the result, but that it's also the reward. God's kind of life is not just the result of us becoming stronger, but it is also a reward. It is knowing that you have purpose. It is feeling uh, satisfied. It is feeling fulfilled. And, and honestly, there is no time for, for depression when you're feeling fulfilled. There is no time for, for anxiety or, or being oppressed 
when you're developing strength. Again, I'm not saying it's easy, but it is possible. And actually, it is our mandate. Joshua 1.9, this is God speaking to Joshua, obviously, but it's God's word. We can, we can uh, uh, take it for ourselves. Joshua 1, one night, God says, have I not commanded you to be strong and very courageous? So being strong, it's a command. We are commanded to be strong. So right now, whatever the challenge, whatever the, the difficult, difficulty that you're dealing with, just listen from God's spirit in your life. Have I not commanded you to be strong? Be strong, love life. Be strong. You can, you can rise up stronger. We are coming out of this situation, and we're coming back stronger in Jesus' name. So being strong, it's a command from God. Being strong, it's also a promise. In Isaiah 41.10, God says, do not fear I am with you. I am going to strengthen you. I am going to hold you with my righteous right hand. He says, you don't need to fear. Be strengthened. God promised that you are going to be strengthened. Being strong, it's also a gift. So it's not something that, that we have to try to achieve. It's a gift that God has already given us. We already have it. In, uh, in 2 Timothy 1.7, the Bible says that God has not given us spirit of fear, but a spirit of strength, yes? Spirit of power, of love, and a sound mind. So we have learned today that strength is God's given, but strength is also choice-driven. It's up to us. It's up to us. We all have the blessing you have everything that it takes. This is our breakout year. We are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Love Life Church, this is our breakout year, and I believe we are coming out stronger. Amen. Love you. Have a great day. Hope to see you soon. Be blessed. What a powerful word. Y'all feeling stronger? I love that she said it's choice driven. It's God given, but choice driven. We have a choice to make. Are we going to choose joy? Are we going to choose endurance? Are we going to choose God's strength? It's up to you. She said we have a responsibility. Y'all, let's take responsibility. We're returning stronger, right? We're, we're returning stronger than ever. And we're not just returning. We are stronger right here, right now. It's our breakout year now. You know what? If you're wondering, how can you get that strength? How can you get that supernatural strength that she's talking about? You're like, I'm not sure. I don't feel like I have it. If you're wondering, if you'd like to join God's family, you'd like to receive that power, that strength. You know what? 
we need to call on the name of Jesus. Just like that. Call on the name of Jesus and you shall be saved. You're going to receive that God kind of life. Walking in that God kind of strength. That God kind of confidence. We would love to invite you today to receive Jesus as your Lord, as your Savior. Let's pray together. All of Love Life. Come on, let's pray together. If you'd like to call on the name of Jesus, we're going to pray together. We're going to receive Jesus. Say, Jesus, I call on your name. I receive you in my life. Thank you for forgiving me, setting me free, and making me stronger. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 If today was your first time calling on the name of Jesus, we would love to connect with you. We would love to hear from you. Please just push that button that I received Jesus. Also fill out a connect card because we would love to get some resources to you. We have a book about next steps. What's your next step after salvation? What's the next step after calling on the name of Jesus? Because there's so much more. There's so much more. God wants you to to live heaven on earth. God wants you to live that God kind of life here, right now, in the midst of pandemic, in the highs and in the lows. We have the victory in Jesus. We are so glad that you made that decision. We love you. We are celebrating with you. Welcome to the family of God and welcome to Love Live. We can't wait to have you back in the building. Woo, next Sunday. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.